This is 680 CJOB. Everybody, welcome to the main ingredient on the road. Krista Hall, how are you? I'm doing well. Kevin, how are you? I'm pretty good. Yeah, it's a beautiful Sunday afternoon. It is a beautiful Sunday afternoon. Yeah. We oh you you threw that question I did, to me because I know I'm going to mess it up. Yeah. That's what I usually no, do. No, I I'm it how to pronounce it. Krista, go ahead. You heard the man. Austeria. 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 Yeah, get it right. What's your problem? <laughs> we're, we're sitting here with Scott and Darcy. Darcy, you're the owner. Yes. Scott, you're the head chef. I am. Yeah. So, let's talk about the history of this restaurant. Let's talk about what it was before, how it evolved into this. Okay. Well, I guess I'll take it from the start. Uh, so, my family opened up Boulevard Pub and Bistro, 2015. Uh, it was May 2015. Uh, never have ran a restaurant before in my life and have your parents uh no we actually my family has been in the hotel business uh for i mean since i was i think 12 or 13 years old yeah uh so uh this spot became available um my father called me he said hey there's a spot that's coming available go over there and make a deal hang on, hang on. so you had no idea this was taking place uh no my dad was in phoenix at the time you're just living your life, doing whatever. Living my life. Very happy. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, he calls me and says, there's a space that came available. Got to go over there, talk to the guy. They're trying to get out. Go over there, shake hands, make it happen. So I walked over here. Hang on, and, you, you didn't have uh, any questions? Like, okay, so what's You don't ask dad? questions with my dad. <laughs> just, <laughs> just do it. Yeah. I'll remember that yeah. if, I'm, you know, if and when I meet him. Yeah. He works quick. Uh, so I came down, spoke to the guy, made a deal, spoke to my dad, went back and forth. Next thing you know, we have the space, which actually is not the space that we're in right now. It was the space in the store. The pub? Uh, the pub side. Okay. Right. So I've been there before, and I don't, I don't remember it being this side, too. Right. Uh, so that's all it was supposed to ever be, was just that one side. Um, and as we were doing the renovations on that side, this side became available as well. You got another call from your dad? Uh, no, no, he was here already. He was here. Uh, so this side came available, and that's when the idea came that you know we have to have a pub side and the restaurant side, uh, and it evolved into a giant restaurant that uh, obviously the lounge seats seventy five people. This side at the time was about ninety people, so it was a big beast to deal with. But uh, I mean. Coming out the gates, it went really well. Um, again, not running a restaurant before, it was a little scary, but I felt like I kind of dove into it pretty quick and picked things up really fast. So it was a long journey, and uh, I don't know how much in depth you want me to go with Boulevard, but no, we want to hear it all, man. Oh. <laughs> we got time. Uh, we got, yeah, we got, a, we got a few minutes. Okay. Uh, well, I mean. Technically, the, the restaurant opened up as a more like a family-style restaurant. Um, we had quite a bit of backing from the fact that my family had owned a hotel, which is no longer here in Charleswood, which was called the Charlie. Oh, Charlie. That's so, classic, man. Everybody in Charleswood yeah, knows. Yeah, I could go on for years about that for one. Sure. But, um, so that being said, I think, you know, people were talking that, hey, you know, the Bruno family is opening up another business in the area. So 
kind of helped us a little bit. It took a long time to open the restaurant, but I think once we did, the buildup was so big that it just, you know, there was tons of people coming right from yeah, the start. Totally. So um, That parking lot wasn't close to big enough. Yeah, no. It's, I, I mean, it was a good problem to have, sure. and it was a bad problem to have, too, at the same time, just because, you know, if you're not ready for it. But, um, you know, we did the best that we could, and it turned into something great. Uh, it was here for about... I'm going to say it was about four and a half years, maybe, yeah, just under, maybe. Um, and then Scott came along and uh, shook things up for us a little bit. <laughs> How do you guys know each other? We oh, don't. we didn't beforehand. How did you mean? Just through, I think we talked once and then his dad called me <laughs> to meet for a coffee. And uh, Well, yeah, I yeah. interviewed Scott. Yeah. Uh, we were looking for a uh, chef and, uh, well, sous chef, I think, even at the time. And Scott came in and he was like, well, I want to be a chef. And I was like, okay, well, you know, we'll talk it over. And uh, things just kind of, you know, just, we just lost touch. And I think it was actually, I want to say it was Thanksgiving. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> I think. And uh, it was in my parents' backyard. And we were just kind of talking about again we need a chef we need a good like you know somebody who's really really good knows her stuff i said no i interviewed this guy i'm sure he has you know i'm sure he's working by now I, my dad's like well call him right now call him right now so i was like well it's thanksgiving so let's uh he's like no 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 text him right now I'll do the so i did and uh, mess around. No, no 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 and this was still with the original restaurant this was still the original restaurant so um yeah i mean i texted scott and said, hey, are you still looking for something? And he's like, well, yeah, it's Thanksgiving, so I'll talk to you. <laughs> you know, and I was yeah, like, sure. My mouth is full, I'm busy. <laughs> yeah, I said, I'm sorry, you know, but, uh, and then my dad and him were in contact, and I don't, you know more than that. Yeah, his, his, we had, his dad and I went for coffee, and his dad just said, you know, want something, want something to come in and help change up the menu a little bit. And I mean, I, I, I'd been to the boulevard a couple times before, but didn't know much about it. But it was it was a large menu, um, and I think it was busy. But like Darcy had said, there was a few things that could have been improved on, and so we just sat down and he talked about wanting things to change, and you know what does that look like? And was that menu for Boulevard too big? Very big. Yeah, it was like yeah. I remember it being big. That right? was probably the, the downfall for the boulevard. Um, was the fact that it started off massive mm-hmm. and it just kept getting bigger. And so, I mean, you know, Scott coming in really taught me a lot about, you know, smaller menu. For sure. That can easily be easily like to execute. can kill you. Yeah. Like somebody actually came in. And I think, I don't even know, maybe it was Scott. Somebody said to me, you know, somebody came up to me one day and was like, what do you guys do here? That's really good. And this is like the boulevard. And I said, well, I, you know, we do lot of stuff here he says well yeah but what do you do really well and i was like uh, i'm like well you know again like <laughs> let me do so many and he says you know sometimes it's easier to just do a few things really really well mm-hmm. than a bunch of things just sort of okay right right i think that's where it kind of ended up at the end so yeah i think scott coming in really kind of shook that up for me and taught us a little bit he has a lot of knowledge and how long were you here then before you started thinking about changing to a new restaurant? 
as soon as he walked to the door. You change the menu, but how about we just literally change everything? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, I mean, part of the, part of the thing we talked about right from the get-go was, you know, what, what was the identity of the boulevard? Yeah. And there was, like Darcy said, it was just everything. It was kind of the place, something for everyone. Um, and there wasn't a real identity. There wasn't a lane you were going into. And I mean, we started talking about how do you change the menu uh, to to kind of be smaller. But then how would the clientele that had been coming to the boulevard receive that? Because they had right. come to expect, tough, tough thing. you know, um, everything. Uh, you know, I think at one point, you know, that every night was a cheaper version. Of, there was some special on. There was wing nights. There was... You know, you got a lot of you got a lot of food for the same price as it had always been. So, kind of right off the bat, it was a, a very big discussion: of how do you change the menu and not annoy or alienate yeah, all the customers? And then that's, I think, when the first conversation kind of started. Maybe it's got to be something different. Like, okay, we're gonna take a little break. We're gonna we're gonna you're gonna expand on that because there's probably right. a lot to talk about okay. regarding that. <laughs> oh, Osteria. Osteria. Del Piolo. Del Piolo. We're going to talk about the name, too. All right. All right. We're going to do that here on the main ingredient on 680 CJOB. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the second segment of the main ingredient. Krista Hall. Kevin Bergen. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm very good. We are here at Osteria Del Piolo. Good. Yeah, is that good? Yeah, that was yeah. the best one yet. Their names are easy to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they are. You know what? We didn't cling last oh, yeah. time here yeah. with yeah. Scott and Darcy, owner and chef. Cheers. Two separate people, just so you know. Um, okay, so before the break, we we're talking about changing the menu. You, yeah. you come in, Scott, and you know your first conversations are you're going to change the menu, but it turns into something much larger than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. You know, to the credit of Darcy and his family, they were just very open to, we want something different than what we have. How do you even bring that up? Like, how do you bring up, like, I I don't just want to change your menu. I want to change everything. I think that was in the lounge when you sat me down. Like, a few few beers beers go by and then it's like... No, yeah. I I, I think it was more so, I mean, I, I had been working on an idea for a restaurant previous to coming here with uh, one of the other chefs in the city. And it was early on in kind of seeing how things were going and uh, kind of diving into the kitchen and the operations and some of the numbers that I, I finally sat down with. Yeah, I think it was Darcy in the lounge. And I just, I had to put it out there that it was rather. I, I, I want to hear how you phrased it. I want, I want to hear the words you used. I, I, I I think I can word it. Yeah, I think he can word it exactly because he still brings it up. No, no, it's a joke kind of. of, We always look back just because when I was sitting, we we were standing in the lounge and he's like, can I just talk to you for a second? I was like, sure. So we sat down and he's like, okay. He's like, I just want to know if you guys are open to, you know, changing the menu or if you guys have any plans on changing things here. And I kind of got the idea that that meant you know please change things here <laughs> or i'm gonna have to probably go somewhere else and i think that i saw that and i thought okay you know what this is the time you know i saw what he could do he's a talented guy you know he's has a lot more knowledge than i ever did so i thought let's just get him in here see what he can do 
And I think after that conversation, he was still a little bit like, I don't know if that's really happening or if you're just kind of telling me what I want to hear. But yeah, I, yeah. And they, but they were super open to the fact that how what do we have to do? And, right. You know, we were talking before when you start to say, OK, what are the clientele that you have coming here? Are they going to accept, you know, a, a new menu, a smaller menu? And in that discussion, you have to accept the fact that you are going to lose some yeah. people. But oh, for, I was scared. But, but <laughs> yeah. you know, on the same hand, Absolutely. you're going to gain some people too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, Darcy was terrified. Uh, <laughs> there was a couple menu items on the I, on the menu. He's like, you can never get rid of those. Which was every single one. I think. <laughs> he was like, how about no, this one? I'm no. like, no, you can't get yeah. rid of that. People are going to freak. He's like, okay. He's like, we have to get rid of something. Yeah. Because like, people are going to freak. Whoa. There's always going to be someone that's going to freak about something. Yeah. No matter what. And a lot of people felt this was their spot. Right. And not to take anything away from those people, but it was, okay, if we're going to do this, let's let's do it. Let's do so it. you closed the doors. How long were you closed for? Uh, it felt like 10 years, but it was it was it was, I, it was three months. Um, what was the reaction to closing you... the doors? Because people thought, I thought it was closed. I thought well, you were done. We had actually, like, previously closed the restaurant side. Uh, we winded, like, we kind of took a lot of menu items off already, and then this side we just kind of let go out a little bit closed it down kept the lounge going for i think maybe about a month or so after yeah about six weeks there was a plan to it yeah Yeah, there was a plan i mean people sort of were getting a little bit mad and it was hard because for me you know this was part of my life for so long that you know the people that were coming here were great and you know it's no people like really no do yeah exactly and i think for me, it was hard because they didn't understand the reasoning behind it. They took it almost kind of maybe personal mm-hmm. some. And, you know, I just wanted to be like, listen, we're bringing something here that's great. It's, you know, you're going to love it. Just give it a try. And, I mean, again, I can understand totally when he said, you know, people, this was their spot. So, you know, some people, I think it was really difficult for them to let that go. And that's, that was one of them. Yeah. So and I I'm I I'm sorry but I wasn't here before it's just not my end of town yeah. I just yeah. hadn't been here. So I'm assuming you gutted the place. Yes. I mean it is beautiful in yeah. here now. Absolutely gutted. Yeah, it was yeah, down to we had carpet on the floors that it was like Yeah, there was banquets and, and yeah. yeah, drop thing. Yeah, it was And did you have an open kitchen like this? No, there this was a private dining area. So how this whole thing started was as a joke. I was like it'd be awesome to put a pizza <laughs> oven back there. Um, because the kitchen was a little bit small for the size. Like mm-hmm. when you do 150 seats, that kitchen could not, you know, keep up with the food coming out. Like Darcy would tell, told me stories in the beginning where it would take sometimes 45 minutes or an hour to get it to show. And that's all you could do in that. So as a joke, we said, let's put a pizza oven in there. Um, that's like driving a, driving a Porsche with Pinto wheels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, he, he, he mentioned it. And next thing you know, I mentioned it to my father. Yeah, and then here we are. Yeah, and, and so we talked about the open kitchen. We talked about putting the wood grill next to the the pizza oven. Uh, I, I had seen this combination. I'm a, I'm originally from Calgary, and there's a couple places out there that have this, and it's fabulous. And kind of mentioned that, and away we went. It's um, great. It, it started as a smaller <laughs> idea, I think, and then kind of just kept going but it's it's fantastic yeah. so as you're bringing up things how did you feel that they're actually like you bring up an idea like that it's not like hey i'm 
I need some more napkins or some yeah. cutlery. You're talking about something that's a huge investment to actually, you know, you're, you're they obviously trust you and your opinion and your knowledge. Yeah, it was terrifying. Let's <laughs> be honest about it. Because <laughs> like, what if you choose and it's wrong? Yeah, and you know, yeah, and exactly. Like if you know had a belief in what this could be, and saw the space and saw the area and saw what was probably missing in a lane we could have taken, but uh, it was terrifying. I think uh, you had a little bit more. Uh, I mean, I I shouldn't say that. I mean, okay, I think for myself and my family i think we were a little bit more scared about it than scott was and the fact that i mean scott has worked at restaurants like this before and again you know us having the limited knowledge right you had a vision that, you could yeah, see the the end result. he could see it and we were kind of like yeah, yeah whatever you said man that's great. good yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's go for the yeah and there, and there was a lot of that yeah but uh, it turned out <laughs> fantastic no like you know it was one of those things that as the room kept evolving it just kept going and then I call it luck a little bit along the way. Like Cal Barteski is a great artist locally contacted her and said, Hey, we have this great open space. Do you want to come and do some stuff? Mm -hmm. And she just showed up one day and finished it all. And then we're like, okay, now we have this great room. Now we have to match menu and service and all that. So we, we had an idea, but it just kept morphing into this great room and open kitchen and having the wood grill and the wood pizza oven is I mean, that's a dream. I think that was for me. It was like, it'd be awesome at one point to work with both these. And then Darcy and his family were just always like, okay, let's do it. Like, let's just, let's just, if we're doing this, let's go. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. So here we are. Like you, you don't even have food cooking right now. It smells awesome. Like, Oh, the, oh you smell that the wood, like wood, the wood yeah. fire right away. It's yeah. so comfortable. And you've been open for the summer. Like I can't imagine in the winter how comforting that's going to yeah. be. It's going to be great. Yeah. What has been the reaction to it so far? honestly really well um you know again coming you know just opening up i think it was june long weekend we were kind of like i don't know how this is gonna be and i mean it's just steadily been getting busier and busier ever since like you opened soft i'm assuming right you wanted to oh yeah Yeah. yes yeah we had a soft two soft openings prior to opening and then just went for it okay so i'm getting the wrap-up finger (laughs) so we're gonna take a little break again um, for the new sports and weather, and then we're going to come back with Scott and Darcy. That's your turn. And I want to. I want to look at the menu. We're going to look at the menu. We're going to look at and talk about the menu. Yeah, sure. All right. Sounds uh, good. Osteria del, del, Piolo. Yeah. del Piolo. Yeah. We're going to talk about the name too first, because sure. oh, I want right. to know how we came up with that name. Oh, Here on the main ingredient on 680 CJOB. Hey everybody, welcome back to the main ingredient. I hope you enjoyed the weather, sports, and news report. I don't know why I said that, but I did. Krista, how are you? <laughs> Again, I'm doing well. Kevin, how are you? I'm very good. We are here at Osteria del Piolo. Look at that. I'm an expert now with with Darcy and Scott. Um, And the name. How did we come up with that name? We're in Charleswood. This is in Charleswood. The old boulevard. Well, I can't even call it the old boulevard because it's nothing like the boulevard. But um, how did we come up with that name, gentlemen? That is a Scott question. Yeah, there was a lot of really bad names. A lot of really bad names that we had kicked (laughs) around. some of them. Oh no! no I got it. <laughs> there was some. There was oh, some bad some stories there. Um, I think. Yeah, there was a lot of. Uh, you know, we, we we had the room idea. We had it designed. We we knew where we were going with the menu. Oh, so you got? Hang on, you didn't even make a. You just did the renovation. Everything's coming together, and you didn't even have a name. Yeah. Yet. 
Yeah, yeah it was kind of one yeah. of those, okay, Scott, now go. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was like, you guys, we're going to do the room. Now have everything ready for this yeah. date. So, That's yeah, we did. tough, too, because it's a beautiful room. You don't want the name to do it injustice, right? Yeah. So uh, there, there was a lot of bad names and a lot of discussion around names. And, uh, you know, we were very influenced by Italian cuisine. And so we were always thinking of something Italian and trying to part of what we wanted to do here was promote as much of the local product uh, for Winnipeg as we could. And so Osteria is very much just an Italian tavern. There, There's Osterias all over the world that have other names associated to it. Um, and then Del Piolo literally means the peg, like, so the peg. Oh. So Osteria del Piolo is the tavern of the peg. Oh, I get it. Oh, I so, love it. So, you know, if you go to a lot of different places mm-hmm. and out throughout the world, Osterias are all around and then they just have their kind of the next part is what makes them unique. So that's us. So that's why we have all the local beers in the can. We don't serve any of the big, you know, brands. It's everything right. we have for beer is local try to use as many of the local suppliers as we can so that is the story of the name i i don't help someone had suggested it i wasn't sure because osteria francesca is one of the most famous restaurants in the world mm-hmm. and i'm like well you don't want to come out and be yeah those guys yeah we're just trying to you know name our restaurant after that but yep. uh there was a there was a good kind of backstory to it and once we kind of talked about it, it was like that's the name so how many bad names did it go through before you agreed? About two hundred. No, there was a lot. <laughs> yeah, every time we thought there was a good one, I'd like yeah. throw it out there, and everybody's Scott, like, "No." Well, there was a point where I'd be texting Scott at like eleven thirty or midnight yeah. with names, and I'd be like, "This one," and then you just he'd come in the next day, and be like, "Okay." He's like, "Seriously?" He's like, "My girlfriend's <laughs> gonna kill you." Yeah. He's like, "My phone is beeping nonstop," and every time I look at it, it's a stupid name. Yeah, we had some really <laughs> stop. Like <laughs> some of them, we had some really bad. Ash and Co was one of them. That was so Ash bad. and Co, and I think yeah. my friend even kiboshed that one. He's yeah. like, "Well, what's the and Co?" And I was like, "We, we don't know. We're just like, guessing then, at this point." He's like, point. "You can't use that." I was like, yeah. "Okay." I'm like, "Well, then, yeah. whatever. I'm done. I'm done." It was like, yeah, there was a lot of bad going back and forth, but it was, yeah. I mean. And then once we kind of had the name, then the menu follow fell into kind of following under that kind of realm of what we yeah. wanted to do. And yeah. it, it's because still, the name has meaning. Yeah. Right. So I mean, you just kind of follow exactly. the rest of that, right? Still yeah. have no idea how it all came together. Like people ask us or ask me, like, you know, the room, the name, the menu and all this. Just take the credit, man. Just go, yeah, I had this vision. <laughs> totally. All together. Yeah. And I just went step yeah. by step. And here we are. I like know? that version more. Right? So. See, I, I'm, yeah. I'm a good liar I like, like that. Yeah. Um, so when people come in now and ask you, what is your restaurant known for? How do you answer that now? Oh, jeez. Put me in the spot. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. See, I'm going to throw it out there. Uh, then yeah. I'm going to sit with you. <laughs> okay. Honestly, I mean, at this point, I mean, we're known for fantastic food. I mean, it's a great room. We're based around Cheryl, our sharing plates. Uh, so, you know, what we want is people to come. We want them to order multiple dishes. Everyone share those dishes. It makes the experience so much better. Uh, Scott, you know, the kitchen, everyone's really good at, you know, you order a ton of plates. They send them out as they feel they should come out. Um, you know, I just, I find our menus just super tight and people love the stuff that's on there. And we're going to be changing it up four times a year, I believe. It's three to four times three to a year. Four. Nice. Yeah. So I see wood fire pizza, obviously. Yeah. You have your big wood fire pizza oven, which yeah. is beautiful. It How much? Good. And you also have the other wood, wood fire, fire grill. grill. Yeah. And so 
you have a lot of meat on your menu or like yeah. four different kinds of meats. The on goal your menu. is to have as many of the ingredients both in the food as well as the cocktails touch the fire or the flame in some way just to add that flavor to it. So, the cocktails. Well, the garnishes and okay. some of the stuff they're doing in there. So even, you know, the wood fire pizza oven is awesome, but we're not just doing pizzas in there. So a lot of our veggies, a lot of our meats are finished off in there. So it's it's, it's an awesome combo. As, as a chef, this is probably a dream setup for they get fire. Like fire is the best yeah. thing to cook with, right? And it's temperamental yeah. and it changes all the time, yeah. And it, but it adds so much to, the, to it. And, um, you know, the meats are awesome, like. I mean, I think we have a 45-ounce tomahawk steak. with. Yeah, what's pork. that about? That's obviously a sharing thing. Yeah, all our meats are meant to be shared. Unless you're greedy like me, then I could probably uh, take a stab. We've had a few people take it down. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Jesus. Wow. wow. Is that what you held up earlier today? Yeah. It's, wow, it's on a that is a 12 to 14-inch bone and started off on the grill and then it's cooked in the pe- finished off in the pizza oven with some bone marrow butter and it just comes out on a plate and match some veggies to it and away you oh, go it's fantastic when it's, it comes out yeah. comes out on a big board it's got the bone on there and it comes pre-cut it's really really yeah. beautiful yeah so yeah we're doing all of our meats are meant to be at least two people to four people the the idea behind the menu and the concept was that it's like that kitchen table when you go to someone's friend house and there's you know 10 people around it's loud it's fun everyone's having a Probably good conversation one, yeah. the food comes and it's just part of it that's trying to take that experience and put it into into a restaurant is what i've always wanted to do and when I, we talked about it it just made sense to do it here um just like this large table that we're yeah. sitting at here right now like a big kind of communal table where everybody gathers and yeah 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 a lot of times different is this like a table that people who are all together usually it, it can be for large or? parties or this could be if you're walking to top and we're we're full this is where you know you have the opportunity to sit and i love that part. and meet your you neighbor meet your neighbor and see what they're eating and hey maybe yeah, try it out we got over there yeah. can, can i try a little taste? bit of that <laughs> yeah. well, you don't look like happens. you're gonna finish those it, forks right? that yeah. it happens a lot <laughs> yeah. yeah you walk by with a tomahawk or one of those other things you don't like you're walking by a table and everyone's, yeah. you know, oh, what's that? What's that? You know, so it's... Going out is meant to be fun, mm-hmm. I think. Eating should be fun. It should be sharing. You should be meeting people. And so that's what we've tried to create here. And the presentation, too, will sell more plates. Like, if it yeah. looks good, and yeah. like you said, people are it's going past the table. People are asking what it is. Sure enough, you're going to order it. Right? Exactly. Yeah. How was it... Um, who, who? I'm assuming you're the driving force behind the menu. Mm-hmm. But when you decided it... You guys are trying stuff, tasting stuff together? Yeah, we had a few people that helped. I had another chef in the city who really helped kind of go mentor through to make sure that we had a nice tight menu. And, you know, there was a few scary things that we thought, like our our sea bream is a whole fish. It's got the head, the tail. We don't touch it. We cook it in the oven and it comes to the table as is and you fillet it at your table. And we're like, how did people, how did they receive that? How was, how was that going over? fantastically yeah. Which, yeah. Been, yeah. yeah which has been great because those are the things at the time we're like Ooh, should we right should some we people really maybe like oh, like what am i supposed to do with that yeah, yeah. like and they don't you, they may eat it but they don't want to see it in its exact full form yeah right? so there was a few of those items but uh you know it started out much larger we cut it down to the items that we were confident would kind of show what we wanted to do moving forward and who we were and give people the opportunity just to try like try some really good food 
it's not complex, but sometimes the simplest food is the hardest food to a degree to, cause if you mess it up, people know. Totally. Right. And, There's not uh, many things in it that can, you can mess up yeah, before they know it's, um, yeah, it wasn't good. So like, you know, it's Italian tradition, but, uh, we've put our spin on some of this stuff and it's, yeah, the testing was a hard part. It's hard. <laughs> okay. It's break time okay. again. And we're going to talk specifically about a few items on there. Okay. And then you can kind of break it down and we can even, sure. you know, whatever. Yeah. We're going to talk about the food. Okay. Um, Osteria del Piolo. With, yes. <laughs> Scott and Darcy and Krista here in Charleswood, my neck of the woods. It's great that this place is open in Charleswood. Love it. Um, here on the main ingredient on 680 CJOB. Welcome back to the final segment of the main ingredient. I'm here with Krista Hall. We are at Osteria del Piolo. I've mastered the name, Krista. What do you think? Yeah. They haven't corrected me, so it can't be so bad, right? Yeah. Well, now that we know what it means. (laughs) (laughs) Just tired of me talking about it. Uh, Scott and Darcy, that's who we're talking to. What what, what did you say? I said, well, now that we know what the name means. Right. When I drive by, I can act like I'm an expert, like I've been here 50 times. Perfect. Um, Let's talk about the menu. Let's talk about a couple of the things that we're going to actually try today. Sure. Right. So the it's called... Cacio pepe? Yeah. Did Cacio. I say that right? Yeah. Cheese and pepper. Cheese and pepper. Cheese and pepper. It's, uh, mm. Yeah, it's our gnocchi dish, which has probably very quickly become a fan favorite. So, Sorry? A fan favorite. It's uh, we, we make the gnocchi in-house. It's been described by some as little potato pillows of heaven. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> so it's, it's a dish we're super proud of because uh, it's with everything we want to make everything in house we can from scratch so it is our homemade gnocchi which i will put up against anybody's gnocchi i think and uh like a badass over yeah there. i'll take that one like this one i'm confident about <laughs> and, and then it's just it's got a cheese sauce made out of pecorino and fontina cheese and it's and then a bunch of cracked pepper on it and simple and nice simple and nice but i think it packs a punch is that one of your favorite dishes, period? It's like, my favorite dish. Right <laughs> favorite yeah. to, to make and to eat. Yeah. We tested it a lot because it was we knew it was good, but we just had to keep trying it. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the second thing, we're trying the tomahawk steak. We've got to do the tomahawk steak. Yeah. It's, it's well named because it's monstrous. It is 40 to 45 ounces. Bone-in uh, CAB ribeye steak that is cooked on the bone. Yep. What's the advantage th- of cooking on the bone? The, the the look of it, the cook. It's just, it's just you don't mess with the meat mm-hmm. before you know. We we butcher it in house. It's touched you know at, at that point, and then we just season it. It goes on the grill. It's then finished off in the pizza oven with some bone marrow butter, and it's buttery good. I, <laughs> so I it's made in the pizza oven. It, it starts on the grill. Yeah, we okay. cook it on the grill, and then to finish the cooking process, we put it into the pizza oven. So it. It gets an amazing cook on the outside of it and just traps all the flavor and the juices on the inside. And then it's it's sliced up and away you go. We can't we cook it medium rare to kind of rarish because as you get closer to the bone, it, you know, it's a little bit of a right. less of a cook. But we slice it up and we put it on a platter and it's served with a smoked pistachio pesto and uh, it speaks for itself. And it must be, well, it says right here, meant for two or more guests. It's meant for it's a lot three. Of meat. To, yeah, it's, <laughs> you know, they're, they're, the bone is a part of it, but it's a lot of meat. And it's really, I don't, I love it. I didn't notice every time you describe it, you don't even look at us anymore. Yeah. You look at the ceiling. I'm kind of just <laughs> off somewhere yeah. else. Uh, you know, it was, it was one of those ones that I, I had seen it before in 
uh, another city. And we went to Toledo Meats here, who's one of the local uh, suppliers and butchers. And I just said, hey, is there any chance you can get this? And I don't know how he got it. No one else can figure out what he what he did, but he found it and he showed up with it and it's been perfect. And you can get it on a regular basis. It's going to be here for as long as yeah. we can. <laughs> as long as I'm alive. Yeah, I imagine no. walking through the restaurant, the, the look of everyone else that maybe hadn't seen it before. It has been one of those dishes that, yeah, once once one goes out, all of a sudden three or four come in. Because, you know, the way the menu is all created, is it's not meant. Some people look at it and think it's really expensive. Mm-hmm. But if you have three or four people sitting there and you're about to get, you know, 10 to 12 ounces of really good ribeye meat, uh, you know, you break it down to 15 or so dollars a person. That that's not that much. Right. Yeah. Right. So, and once they see it, they go, okay, yeah, we got it. It's that dish that the staff all fight to take out. Yeah. No, you know, it's usually that one where someone's putting up the, you know, the board onto the table and everyone's like, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. You know, yeah. cause you want to be the hero. You want to be the one. <laughs> right, like, right. Yeah. Well, if one of your tables hasn't ordered it, it's good to walk by Absolutely. your table. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and yeah. then give it to somebody else. I'm like, uh, what was that? And then it's, you're off to the races. Yeah, right? exactly. Um, you mentioned before that you don't cook with gas here. Like yeah. Your grill is wood. Yeah. Uh, no gas assist, anything. The grill is 100% wood. The oven's wood. And that's, yeah. So you must come in during the day to, to get the fires going. Yeah. We, we start up at about 2 o'clock. We open at 4 and get everything lit and bring it up to temperature. And uh, then have to maintain it throughout the throughout the evening it's been a it's been a learning curve and mm-hmm. the nice thing the nice thing is that cooking with fire it's different every day uh so you have to you have to we have a great team that has learned to kind of zone where the hot spot is and how to kind of maneuver the logs and whatnot and we've had some great people in the industry who worked with some of the equipment in other spots in other cities come in and kind of show us how to properly build the fire and maintain the fire and it's been fat it do just you, adds another element to do you it. always use the same type of wood or is it we we do for the most part yeah we we use a pine wood on both units but we also have oak on hand if we have to mix it in to to bring up the heat okay um, you know for some of the some dishes that or some of the garnishes that we're making we want we get that going up about a thousand degrees Fahrenheit, um, and you need the oak to get that up to that. But uh, for service, yeah, it's usually pine. Okay, so. it's a good and conversation you- started for the people that are sitting up there, right? Yeah, everyone loves it. <laughs> I mean, when the lights are dimmed in here and both fires are roaring, it just yeah. it's it's just a warming, comforting effect for everybody. So. And so you also turning to the cocktail side of yeah. things, as I tend to do. Do you like cocktails? Do I like cocktails? That's weird. Um, You have a bartender's choice. We do. We do. It's uh, when we we started working on the cocktail menu, we we have a couple great guys who are kind of starting out as wanting to be craft cocktail bartenders. I don't know what the correct term is for it. uh, Mixologists. Yeah. And uh, we, we talked to them about, you know, making as many unique syrups and different garnishes and using different liquors and uh, a lot of places in the city are doing a version of a bartender's choice and we we felt that they were comfortable enough to do it and we're trying to be a gin heavy 
restaurant and scotch and bourbon's kind of close behind that so we've been working really hard what to bring what you, hang on what is she what are you smiling yeah about? as soon as he says gin heavy you're all like gin and Gee. scotch those are my drinks yeah well I, yeah who doesn't love really good gin so bringing as many bottles as we can and uh, these guys will come to the table and they'll ask you what you like they'll ask you three or five questions and then they make the cocktail and it's you that know works. Yeah, I love it's, it's almost like a chef's table of drinks. Well, and that's the idea. We're doing it with the kitchen. Why not do it with the drinks too? Right. Yeah. I love that. So let's get down to the nitty gritty of yeah. how many seats the the actual restaurant is, and uh, you know your hours and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the lounge hasn't changed. So I mean, the lounge is still seventy five seats. Uh, there's a sixteen. I want to say sixteen or twenty seat patio. It just kind of depends on how we set it. And then the restaurant side, uh, we took it down to, I think it's about 70 seats, maybe 75 with the bar top, which is still quite large. Yep. Was it larger before? Like it was bigger than you took it? It was about 90 to 100 seats before. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's still big for, I guess, you know, as bigger than we probably wanted it to be. But I think it works well uh, just because, you know, getting the larger groups. Um and then hours of operations. Right now, we are opening at 4 p.m. Um, Sundays to, uh, well, I guess every day except for Mondays were closed. Um, and then Fridays, we were opening at 3. Um, so I guess it's just the only day we're closed is Mondays and opening at 4 right now. I don't know if there's any, we're still kind of thinking about maybe doing something Adding in the future lunch. with lunch, yeah. but uh, for right now, we're just focusing on the... We just want to do this really well and give people a great experience, so don't want to take away from that at this point. Yeah, but, for sure. Yeah. It will, the, the business will dictate how long yeah. you're going to be open to, right? So like like you said, you just want to get the evening yeah. portion down back, yeah. and then the demand will make you open more. And yep. I assume I, that probably won't take long, I'm assuming. So what is the address? 3670 Roblin Boulevard. Okay. And you are on social media, Instagram, because I follow you. We are. Instagram, Facebook. We have a website. Yeah. Yeah. And we're on Open Table. table. We recommend people do make a reservation Mm because we have noticed that. Make it through our website. Yeah. We we have (laughs) noticed we are filling up, which is great. So make a reservation so you can get a table for sure. Yeah, but the food is good. People are going to be... You don't want to line up. You just want to get in, show up when you're supposed to be. Yeah. Get in, eat. Yeah. Boom, done. Yes. Sorry, I banged the table. I know. That's what I was doing. <laughs> Thank you, guys. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everybody, for listening here on The Main Ingredient. You can listen to The Main Ingredient podcast on iTunes or Google Play. You can go to kevinbergen.com or themainingredient.ca to listen to old episodes. We'll talk to you next week here on 680 CJOB. This is 680 CJOB.